Warning, this podcast contains content not suitable for younger audiences, or older audiences, or anyone really. Run while you still can, we're the hapless heroes. Who's smashing now, Hoblet? Who's smashing now? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Wow. She's Hoblet you. has never been so emasculated. He's <laughs> bright red. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Hapless Heroes. I'm Francesco, your host and DM. Going around the table, we have to my left Joe playing Ezra. Hi. We have Mike playing Quinn. How's it going? We have Dave playing Zero. Ha <laughs> ha! I still got a gun. And we have James playing Hoblet. Evening, friendos. Once again, I might have to repeat just in case people are starting here for some reason in this episode, which you should go back and listen to other 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 episodes. You jerks. Um, yeah, who starts mid-season? Paradil is not. Paradil is um, still away from the table because we, we record two episodes a week, so he's still sick. Um, still under the table. But he will be, yeah, and he's also still Ew. under the table. <laughs> Speaking of which, last week on Hapless Heroes, you guys continued your shit fight. Went yeah, sideways. shit went sideways. You guys continued your fight against the Baron's guards and Rex. Um, you managed to sl- you know slay the guards outside of um, you know like in the parlor room. And uh, Rex escaped into the Baron's sort of safe room slash office. A.K.A. he ran away like a BX. Yeah, you guys were unable to pry open the iron door that was um, heavily locked from the inside. But you managed to instead climb onto the roof and sort of swing in through the balcony and fought a very, very difficult fight in which most of you are just barely standing afterwards. And slayed the Baron and Rex and his two armed guards that were in there. Before the Baron died, he did express to you that, um, you know, at least in his, in his mind, you picked the wrong side, and he was not the one who killed the king and queen. You found a lot of stuff uh, in the vault in his office, in, as well as his desk, and also a firearm on his person, <laughs> which, yes, it's a, it's a gun. It's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> flintlock pistol, but, you know. I did like how you described it, though. Well, yeah, because you guys have never seen yeah, anything sure, like sure. this before in your entire yeah, lives. Perspective. It was awesome. Right. Um, also among the loot, there was a what looked like a mace, but the head of the mace was replaced with a large dodecahedron, a twelve-sided die essentially, and a something called a hollow blade charm, which is like a, some sort of that can be inscribed into a weapon to make it do some really cool stuff. Which we'll get more into detail about that when you guys are actually out of the shit show that we currently find ourselves in. Right. Who took the charm? Okay. Uh, right. Zero I had did. the charm as well. Okay. Zero has the charm. Yeah, we didn't actually. I, I don't. Did. No. No, yeah. zero has it. I don't think we actually. Also, said there it was a yeah. uh, little black notebook inside of the vault that contained yeah, a bunch of names and uh, you know, like gold amounts and like you know, quantity amounts. But there wasn't really any references to what this you know what it was talking about. Uh, and some of the names were crossed out, as well as in the desk, uh, zero found some old trade, like some old trade ledgers um, from uh, like a decade past or more. And there were a lot of boots in the ground, you guys heard, and now there are currently actually guards 
just smashing the their like, like almost something like a battering ram outside the door. Paradil still lies unconscious under the writing desk in the parlor, and presumably has still not been found because these guys seem to be a little more pre- preoccupied with the Baron. And you guys are now in this room behind a locked door that is currently trying being attempted to be broken down, and you need to get the hell out of there. Oh, there's also some healing potions I should say that uh, Hoblet is in possession of. So. What ho, fellas? So Hoblet is going to drink one of these potions. Sure. You regain 44 plus 4 hit points. And toss one Ezra's way. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to chug it. All right. So each of, each of you roll 44 and then add 4 to that total. 12. Okay. Uh, 13. Okay. So you get 13 back. Hoblet gets 12 back and you still have two potions left. Mm-hmm. And 13 plus 4. Oh. So you so get 17. 17. 17 hit points left. Boy, back. Okay. And uh, you're going to hear another heave and ho slam on the door, but it does not it does not budge still. These guys apparently do not have keys to this room because it is the Baron's private office. Um, but you can hear them sort of backing up to make another attempt. And you can hear them say, if you just surrender, it'll all be over much quicker. We promise that we will give you an, an expedient trial and... Uh, what else should we offer him? Just how we get? How we get no business nor? <laughs> Yo, fuck this! What are we doing? Something, something, discretion, something, something, valor, balcony, go. Yeah. Much similar before they jet out the balcony. Much similar to the way the Baron laughed at us from the inside mm-hmm. of the Iron Door. Hoblet's going to laugh back. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Except the guys on the other except side. Except we still have a guy on the other. Another side. crash of this battering ram destroys this door and yeah. sends it flying in and there are 16 guards piled out there i will allow We're you out on the balcony okay uh i need athletics or acrobatics checks from everybody to climb that rope as these 16 guards are going to come after you so uh, i'm going to start with ezra eight oh boy you got did you add your yeah oh boy yeah, he goes yep he goes yep oh so it's shit. what you Quinn. said 20 feet down from the balcony right 10 feet Oh, 10 feet. Whatever, down. you know, you're, no. you know what? We're, I'm not going to make you guys roll for it. I think this is a better for a daring escape to have like a good chase scene. But I will say that Ezra um, is last. Is last. I was going well, to I was going to use okay. um slow fall is it or do you have that? Fall? Yeah. Um Oh yeah, you do you are able to do that actually. Slow fall and then it's oh, nice. less than 20 yeah, so I mean, like damage. you just kind of slip on the rope and then you just go back up. Yeah. Okay. Everyone's up on the roof. Oh, and... the roof. Oh, I thought uh, we were going to go over the. If it was twenty oh. feet down. Yeah, I thought oh, we were going down. It's That's thir- I thought thirty we were feet down. down. Thirty feet. Mm, but we have. Yeah. I mean, we. I mean, I have a fifty-foot rope. I have dark vision. We can just slide down. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go an episode. Okay, so sorry. You guys are. Let's 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 go back then. You guys are going down from the balcony to the ground yeah, floor. Um, right. That's what I. Do, that was under the impression I was. Okay. Do, you guys are there. Are, no guards down below. There are guards, on the guard posts, and there are some in the courtyard. Yes. Uh, okay. Looking that's down. Thought, that's why I thought you guys were going up. Looking down. Yeah, that's why I use slow fall. That's why I use slow fall because I thought sorry. we were going down. Yeah. Okay, that's hold on. So yeah. No, I'm sorry. I thought you guys were going up to the roof. All right. So yeah, what are we actually? Yeah, we're doing? going up. I just okay. never okay. going to on the roof, but sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because we're, down below we're there are about there are still about ten guards in the like main like that 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 sort of like plaza so to speak. 
of yeah. like you know like in front of the mansion and there are a few guards like you know getting ready to shoot arrows at you again yeah but going down would make us prone you know what? that's not a good idea check. right so check this out um and zero's trying to say this quietly as uh they're going across the roof let's swing in and see if um if they're all in the office there slam the door behind them and try to jam it with the crowbar Get our homeboy out. So we're going down now back through the broken window. We're doing a Collecting Peridil, the unconscious Peridil. So, like, I'm literally imagining... Uh, like, they all run into the room. Right. Into the room. It's seriously like a silent film. Like, I, I, I see yeah. them just we're like, chasing each other around. Yeah, that's exactly what I have in my mind right now. So we swing back down. And we, li- I like this. Let's see if we can do. This. It's a good zero idea because it's the sort that looks great on paper and may or sure. May not I will. Uh, who's is, well? Hold is on. Everybody can going I, back down in there. Like, can I ask? Uh, can I ask? Yeah. Can I ask some logistical questions before we just go flying here? Like once. Wait, you're once, asking questions. Well, yeah, because now we're trying to get get the hell out of here. Should we pull the rope up? Yes. Like then they're not chasing us. Then by the time we get over there. They've probably left the so, room. So um, I, or they're going to keep trying to find ways up after us because they don't know that we're going to come back into that. Fair hallway. enough. To, Fair enough. So we pull the rope. We get up on the rope. We pull the rope up and we head towards to the, opposite the end. opposite end right. to swing back. So they all run into that room and now like they, they just kind of see them like, you know, like looking up, like shaking us. their fists. But you can hear a few but of them I'm, start running back the I'm, other way I'm, once you got to I'm already yeah. kind of like... Like hauling ass, hauling ass right. to, to 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 swing through to get paradox. Because right, why not? Give me an acrobatics check. Oh, eight, eight. Another. <laughs> you. There's no way to help him, is there? Yeah, you can use the help action. How does this work? Can he, I? He gets advantage. Can I use slow fall now? <laughs> you you roll roll another d twenty because he's helping you. Okay. okay. Nice. There we go. Nineteen. Okay. <laughs> You you <laughs> easily swing in, and there are three guards staring at you as you getting tired of coming to our as rescue. You, uh, <laughs> no. I, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you like literally two seconds to make a decision before we roll initiative again. To make a decision of what? Of what he's doing because he just swung in. You swung oh, into so the room. In. No, you there's swung three into the guards. Room. There's three guards in the room staring at him. Oh, staring at me now. Go. This is why you what don't you tell the plan do? to the DM. Um. You just like grab Peridot by the collar. I, yeah, the desk is right yeah. by the window. Yeah, I'm grabbing him and just hopping out the window again. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a big. That's, that's up there, isn't it? Well, I mean, like you, you still have the rope. It's All attached right. to the chimney. Up pull top. me up. Pull me up. I'll just grab. Sure. Can we do I'll, that? Okay. Pull, 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 yeah. So now we're yeah. stuck on the roof. So all three of us are yeah. doing this. Yeah. Pulling. And you can you you can see Peridot's beginning. Hoblet to... rolled a nat twenty. Okay. Yeah. You easily. Um, you, zero you... also rolled a nat twenty. On Get the fuck out of here. I rolled a fifteen. Not so yes, much. That's fine. But, like, you guys, I mean, like you guys, literally, like, the moment he like kind of pulls back on the rope to like kind of give you the signal, like he's got like. Hero and Hoblet just fucking. I've got hawk him. Yeah, he I almost like drops Peridot back up into the chop. Can yeah. I just be munching on an apple at this point? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he almost drops Peridot because of the force that you yanked him up on, but he still has. When you can hear Peridot starting to slowly regain consciousness, you just hear him go, "Ooh, fairytale D." <laughs> <laughs> Zach, if you're listening to this, I love you. And that was a compliment, <laughs> not a mocking. <laughs> but um, maybe it's a little bit of mocking. And you know what? Show up and we won't do that to you. Well, he's Mockery sick. I can't even best, hold it against him because I was sick for yeah. the last and, couple weeks. And, too. you know, we're, we're men. This is the best we can do. Right. <laughs> um, but he's definitely groggy and, and severely concussed. Um, so you yanks you back up to the roof. And you guys are now just on the roof on the of roof. this keep. 
And uh, we're going to see a couple of arrows and a flying at you guys. Comes flying over. <laughs> uh, zero, you're going to get hit by an arrow. All right. And you're going to take uh, eight points of piercing damage. Okay. Um, I mean, are we engaging these clowns, or are we... I'm, I'm, we're not an initiative. We're they're just they're firing at you from the um, like from the towers. How so... many of them are there? There's about you can they're see at least four them. right now, and you can see more trying to head up there with some bows. Yeah, I guess I don't want to instigate. Is there? This is shortly after the change of the guard, so people are. This is you definitely caught them by surprise. You know what I mean? But um, they are organizing. We need to keep moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're on a roof. <laughs> you're on a. You're on the third story of a mansion. Yeah. Behind the mansion, there is like you know that wall that drops down to a very small like. Um, in the front, edge of a cliff that goes down another eighty feet back to that back entrance. Right. So we don't want to go backwards. You don't want to go off the back. No. No. Um, there, you know, and then along the sides, I mean, there, it drops down back into on the, the roof, enclosure. on the roof level that we're on. Is this the top? Like, this is the top. Of, does it is, go up at any no. other point? Or? This is the highest point of the mansion. Okay. Um, is there any, I sort of picture us jumping into like a lake or, a pool <laughs> or cool. something. like, how do we get, how are we? You getting... could potentially jump off from the roof to the top of the walls from the back because it does get pushed up again. So you'd only be falling about 10, maybe 15 feet that way. I'm carrying someone still. Yeah. He's got like, he's, he's just got like Peridil like kind of slung over his back. So Peridil's taking all but your But Peridil damage. is hanging on. <laughs> He's your human shield. He's using the unconscious Peridot as a human shield. Well, semi-conscious. Well, yeah, unconscious no, human that he created. Jumping off, you can use slow fall. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Jumping so, off, you can use slow fall. Yeah, I don't... Yes. Yeah, so he's the safest to carry Peridot. Right, right. right. So let's head for the wall. The wall? Sure. Man, There's no one back there yet. How... So. I mean, the wall's wide enough that we'll be able yes. to... Okay. Uh, yeah, let's head, let's head that way and hope that nobody shoots us. Okay, uh, acrobatics from everybody. Ezra, don't even bother because you're going to just sort of gracefully. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Quinn. 19. You're fine. Zero. Uh, four. Wow, you take wow. six bludgeoning damage as you kind of hit at a, at a funny angle and roll. All right. It was Hoblet. a funny angle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 12. 12, you're fine. Okay, you guys would kind of make it on, you know, just to the um, to the top of this wall. I mean, it, it does. It's still like a forty foot tall wall. So what? But so let me ask you, like, there were guards chasing us. Yeah, you can see if that. If we mean, they're, took they're probably, off down this wall, would we eventually get to a place where no guards? Are you'd eventually be able to run. You'd actually eventually run into the guards, probably. This is so like we got to get down off this wall at yes. some point. I'm assuming Ezra collected his rope. Yeah. Could yeah. We, yeah. I got is there rope. a spot before we run into the guards where we'd be able to drop down? You can drop down from here to like the back to that you know that little ledge where you guys were where you, the recon mission happened where you guys were peering down off that cliff face. All right. Uh, what's the drop for that? Forty feet. So we can rope. You can rope it down. Yeah. Right. No. So let's. Yeah, that that sounds like that's our egress. Okay. 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 Uh, you fasten the rope, and again, very, very, very easy acrobatics or athletics checks. Ugh. You just and is anyone lower than a ten? He's a nat one. Yeah, yeah that's a little bit lower oh. than a ten. That's a little awesome. bit, a, a little smidge, smidge, smidgety smidgen lower than a ten. 
Okay, so hold on a second. Ezra, would you, Ezra, what'd you one. get? Oh, I thought I was... No, no, you still gotta do it because it's 40 right. feet down. 23. Net, yeah, net you're fine. 20. Net 20? Oh, you're absolutely fine. So he catches me? No. Oh, I already got someone <laughs> on my back. Right. Yay! Quinn? Uh, a seven. Okay, so you're gonna fall a little bit. Uh, 19. You're fine. And how about net one? How about nat just completely let's go with the rope? One. What rope? Jesus. Someone take, had a rope. Jesus, take the Hobbit, wheel. Could that, Hobbit, be, that squirrel, gonna, flying squirrel. I'm gonna give the that the wall. reason why I failed mine. Hoblet, you got really lucky um, because I rolled really low on this uh, 4d6 uh, falling damage that you're gonna take. Uh, you are only gonna take um, seven bludgeoning damage. That's out of 4d6. So I rolled a one, a two, a one, and a three. So what do I seven total? Seven bludgeoning damage from the fall as you kind of land on your back, but the See, ar your armor absorbed most of the I blow. The potion. I feel like you hit me on the way down, which is yes. Why I fell. And uh, Quinn, you're gonna you're you, you you kind of held onto the rope for a little bit, but then you do eventually fall twenty feet, and oh, you're gonna take nine bludgeoning damage from the fall. <laughs> but you guys are now on the ground. Behind, at the, behind the cool, so we're down the walls of the keep. You are now looking down an eighty-foot cliff face, or you have to walk around the walls to the front, or to the woods. Like, can't we run away? Why are we trying to go back in? You this are is on where we are. a raised hill overlooking the city, so there are no woods. You are at the highest point of the city right now. We run. You yeah. going left yeah. or right? Ugh. Well, we're not going down an 80-foot cliff face. I think um... <laughs> the opposite direction of the cliff. <laughs> well, it's left or right. You going around to the left or around to the right? Pass it oh. to the left. Pass it to the left. Pass it to the left. Well, to, to the <laughs> three to one. Pass like it to the left. Fails. We're going to the left. <laughs> three to one. Three lefts. Even if you vote right. I'm sorry, Quinn. Three okay. lefts already. Watch You've been this. overruled, man. That's it. If this is a like epic failure, I'm going to laugh. Okay, you guys start running around the walls of the keep, um, and start making your way around. You kind of like are kind of hugging the the walls so that hopefully you know no one sees you, and you kind of you, you kind of get closer to where it would round the corner and get back to like the front entrance, like the big you know where like the gates are for the keep and the stairs that would lead back down into the city, and you can see that there you can see a few guard patrols starting to run out of the. Um, out of the like the, the open like gate, and they start. You just kind of they kind of stop there for a second and start looking around. And you see someone send. You know, the, there's five of them. One, the guy who's sort of like leading them, sends two around, uh, or sends two around your direction, and the other three go to the right. You know, where the around the other way. So there are two kind of starting to come towards you guys. What are you doing? Um. All right. Can I, I would like to ask a general question. This is before uh, Facebook and Twitter existed. Yes. So, like, my guess is that these guards were not the same guards that were up top who saw us. So, while these guards might know that they're looking for suspicious shit, could we try to tell them, like, oh, we were up meeting with the Baron you're, you guys are supposed to go this way. We're supposed to go this way. We're looking for four ogres or something like I would, that. Like, I would say that these you don't, you don't recognize these two. Right. What if they, so what who's if got these persuasion? Two, Talk us I mean, out of this. And I'm still yeah, dressed so like I, a yeah. guard. Zero and Quinn are both dressed as guards yeah. still. Right. 
So talk us out of this. So you guys are like you and Ezra are gonna kind of like like yeah. run because back a bit. There's yeah. two guards that saw me, and I don't know if. It's All right, so Quinn. I mean, they approach you, and they're like, "Soldier, status." Nothing this way. Persuasion. Four. He says, wait a second, how'd you guys get down here? Who are you? We were stationed down here to begin with. Okay. Persuasion. Uh, 22. Okay. He's like, oh, well, uh, what's going on? What's happening? I heard there was some fighting with the Baron. There's some, some people impersonating some guards from what I hear. Uh, we, there's, 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 there's been a breach. There's we been were, a breach. We were told to hold watch and report if we see anything. Have you seen anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes well. I wish. Sometimes I wish this wasn't a podcast, and that was one of the moments where I wish it was because the little just back and forth that you two just did was hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he said, "Okay, well, we've been sent to patrol around. Have you have you already cleared the rear of the keep? Yes." Persuasion. We're going to have to get a new stat sheet. Stat, girl. We need it. Stat. I was really hoping my 22 was going to hold me for like a couple of yeses and noes. I'm going to give you a small chance to to survive this, and I'm going to have him roll an insight. And if it's an at one, right, then... Then there might still be a chance here. So you have a five percent. So I have chance. a five percent chance of succeeding. I'm gonna roll it in front of all of you. No! Oh my God! no! No! I wouldn't believe it if I was listening at home. I wouldn't believe it. He can roll the nat one. He rolled a one. This is why you never give anybody a shot. Listen, uh, listen. So you're telling me we left we left it up to the gods, <laughs> and the gods have ruled in your favor. He says, "All right," and they just about face and walk away. Oh my goodness! That's you can't write this shit. You cannot write this seen. shit. That was hilarious. I mean, I rolled it in front of you guys. The chances, right? I rolled 5%. it in front of you guys. 5% chance. Wow. Uh, Sarah, we're going to need an updated uh, stat sheet. Uh, just so you know, Sarah. Yeah, oh, Sarah. Well. Never no, tell us kidding. the odds. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, I can't believe that happened. Like, I'm literally, like, I'm I'm never shocked. tell me the I'm, odds. I'm a little shocked as well. Like, nope. Fran literally is devastated that that failed. <laughs> no, I'm actually, I mean, I, I, I'm not even devastated. I'm just like, I, I'm in a bit of just, shock. just general shock because I could not believe it's like that. It's dysphoria. It's like, what? Listen. I mean, take count your blessings. Oh, I'm happy. Yeah, my karma came take back. Take my to die me. back now. Okay, I know. Otherwise, we were gonna have to. I don't know. Slit my wrist or slit my throat. You do have one. You do have oh, one yeah, tranquilizer yeah. around. Left. <laughs> yeah, shoot them. Throw them off the damn cliff, and then walk back the other way, saying we were the patrol. Anyways, <laughs> well, uh, Ooh, the I, I will I will I will say that the path appears to be clear momentarily, but um, you know, you guys are kind of exposed. Yeah, so, I was just going to say, I can uh, mm-hmm. uh, cast without a trace. Pass without a trace? Pass without a trace. You sure do. You, you all slip into uh, some, the shadows, and now I have plus 10 on your stealth rolls. Give me stealth rolls, everybody. Why? And add 10 to Why? it. Why? There's nobody even here. 20. 20. You're going to add 10 to it, Hoblet. Oh, yeah, enough. 
Yeah, okay. 30-something. 18. Yeah, everyone is super stealthy and shadowy, and you guys slip away from the keep. <sighs> Granted, there are 16 guards who have seen your faces. True. So you are effectively, you would assume, wanted. Mm-hmm. Within within a short time, wanted posters will be put up. Yeah. Uh, so where are you going now? Back Beanie to Kip. Yeah. We need to get yeah. back to Kip and yep. under the Queen's protection. For yep. Sure. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. How are you gonna get there? My great old thumb. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Shit. Walk like. Well, now we're ahead of the wantedness at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's not like random citizens know that we're wanted. Nope, nobody knows what's going on So if we can get to some sort of caravan or something. What would be the quickest? We can use Paradel to our advantage. We have a sickly friend. We have... Mm -hmm. There are the wet. Have you two shed the guard uniforms by now? No, and that still can be used to our advantage. There's a wagon station at the docks. That's where that um, like sort of like a sort of like a port authority, so to speak, is. How far the how far is that? It's like a twenty minute walk. We're still we gonna be ahead of the one. A quick, a quick, <laughs> quick walk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you can you can start to see like as you're you know quickly moving your way through the city, you know there there, there do appear to be like some there are like the, the guards sort of they they appear to be like a bit of on high alert. Because you know there are you can see some like having a conversation like hey did you hear what happened at the Baron's Keep no no what happened you know like the like the word is starting to spread already. Um, you guys make it to the docks. Uh, are you ending pass without a trace? Uh yeah. Okay. You know you guys just kind of appear at the docks. Yeah. You are at the Port Authority. There are there are still some wagons for hire here. Are you using that excuse or like what are you doing? <laughs> but let's just get the caravan. Yeah, let's go with the caravan. Okay. Yeah. You hire, yeah, you hire a caravan. It's just a How gold. How much is it? Just a gold. Total. One gold? Total. Oh. Um, and it starts taking you back to Aralon. On your way out of the city, you happen upon the same checkpoint that you arrived at, where they were searching through people's belongings on the way in. That's where your rod is being kept. Do we have the check number for that? The ticket? Yeah. Yes. Quinn has the claim ticket. Um, it was either that or the. Can, can you, you believe want, this shit? I'm, <laughs> I'm a little hesitant. Fair enough. I mean, I'm in a, like I'm in a guard costume, our guard uniform, asking for, like something else. <laughs> you know what? Wait. So I don't think you know we what? Should, I think we should just bypass it. We can. Uh, we can have. Uh, We'll have Felix stop by the city with the ticket later. We'll figure something out to come back and get it. Is that a bad idea? Because I think di- I think <laughs> I think he wasn't involved at all. No, so. diplomatically, Felix never even came to this. City. Diplomatically, I think we can get our stuff back at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that. I think too. I think we'll have power of the queen. Hopefully, I I, I feel good about just ignoring. At the very know, least, we'll have a jeweled dagger in our backs. Mm-hmm. Huh. The checkpoint stops the caravan. Says, uh, hey, we've heard of some, uh, you know, some some ruckus in the city. Uh, someone has sent us a uh, a pigeon, saying something was going on with the Baron. Um, what do you What are you guys doing up here? And he's looking at you two guards. This is why I asked if you took it off. Yeah. So we have. Uh... You can see 
Yeah. Before you even have a chance to respond, right? There's almost like a like a brief faint glow behind their eyes, and they're like, "Carry on." And we just leave. Okay, bye. Carrying on. <laughs> and you can see that um, as they start to walk away, Felix hops on the caravan. He's like, "Hey guys." <laughs> was an awesome way to get him on board before Dave takes over. <laughs> well, glad you could join us. <laughs> yeah, I uh, saw what happened. Just uh, trying to catch up to you guys to give you a hand, uh, but it uh, looks like I came at the right time. We had a great plan. You had a good plan? Yeah. I'm so happy for you guys. <laughs> now, where were we? Oh, yes. Getting out Leaving of town. <laughs> Aren't you going to get your rod? Hold on a second. And you kind of see him like... Like massage his temples a little bit, and he says, uh, "Hey, Daggett, I have a we have a claim ticket here for for an item." Yes, right away, sir. And he goes and grabs, pulls the rod out, takes the ticket, gives you the rod, Quinn, and he says, "Carry on." Little guy is actually useful. Beautiful. As he cast charm person on the two guards that were approaching. I like it. Okay, and. Uh, you guys are heading back to Aralon. Yes, we are. Yeah. The caravan arrives late. Uh, you guys get in about, at this point, it's getting close to 10 p.m. Uh, what are you doing now? Getting a room and getting a rest. Yeah, Felix looks yeah. at you guys and he's like, wow, you guys look pretty bad. What happened to Paradil? Yeah. Sit down, grab a drink. <laughs> yeah, Quinn, Quinn recounts kind of the whole story to Felix while these guys... At the bar or in the room? Sure. Let's go to the bar. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. No. No. Stop. I have, I have, stop. I we just killed a baron. And I have We don't Paradol know who's friendly to him in here. You don't need to be bragging. You're the guy who goes to jail for bragging about the murder you just committed at the bar because you think nobody knew the dude. Like that's and, not a good idea. You know what this is a good uh, a good opportunity for? A dark vision meeting. Right. <laughs> right. We have a dark vision meeting and Hoblet falls the f- asleep. Okay, let's go. So you guys go upstairs and you know yeah. check into the room at the uh, the morning wood inn. And um so- P.S. <laughs> and, and, and Felix, as you guys are kind of getting rested and bandaging up, and you know, Peridil's kind of laying down, and you know, a little warm washcloth on his head or something like that, just to kind of ease the splitting headache he's he has, and he's nursing. Felix goes, um, "So zero, did you receive my note?" Note? Yeah, I, I bef- oh. before I before I left the other day, a couple days ago, I I left you guys a. A note, you know, it had the contract and the, and the notes Hoblet. and the... <sighs> it didn't look important, little man. I'm sorry, but I discarded it. You did. And then forgot everything that was on it. I remembered a good portion, told the robot, but he seemed to be unable to do anything with the information. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, Felix looks at you very suspiciously. Because he doesn't believe that you would have the mental capacity to even read, let alone um, recount scientific data to his pal Zero. It's wow. been a long day. So he says, well, Zero, come with me. And they kind of just go off into another room. and just, yep. You can hear him talking a bunch of jargon, something about portals and relativity and things like that. And, um, you know, something about time dilation and all this weird stuff that you guys don't know what the hell he's talking about. Um, and you guys, we're well, going to take a long rest here. Finally. And I'm going to say, for everyone's brave efforts slaying the Baron, 
role-playing your way through many situations. Yeah, we did. And just generally surviving what was a very, very difficult encounter. The entire party is going to be awarded 1,000 XP each. Each? Nice. Yes. I mean, it's still you're still a ways from level 5, but no, everyone's going to yeah, get 1,000 XP. Close enough. Including Peridil. The least we could do for the severe concussion that he's been given. Right. So Makes sense. He's sick. He's sick in real life, so yeah. you know. Anyways, hey, you know what, Joe? You've never done a montage before. Give it a run. Do 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 montage. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's on a montage now. I want to say. Anyways, you guys wake up in the morning, and you wake up to a knock on the door, a very loud knock. Do we have a uh, like a, a a peephole? There you go. Yes. Great. Uh, it's Captain Kip wearing her guard uniform. Okay. And her Queen's Guard uniform. Her Queen's Guard um, uniform. Am I allowed my favorite I've uniform? Been, I've been thinking about this. I was allowed to change spells. I'm allowed to change spells during the rest though, right? Yeah, you can change so what you have prepared. Spells? Okay. Anyways. Yeah, Quinn, you walk up to the door and you can see that it's, it's Captain Kip in her Queen's Guard uniform. Um, and she's got two other guards with her, and you can just kind of hear her, like, just kind of yeah. rapping on the door. Sure. I immediately open the door and let her in. Okay. She kind of comes in. She closes the door behind her. Guards in with her or stay yeah. out? Yeah. No, no, the guards stay out front. Okay. And she kind of pulls up a chair at one of, like, the tables in the common room here in this, like, suite that you guys are staying in. And she says, um, so I heard what happened. Ezra, so nice to see you, by the way. What's up? <laughs> so um <laughs> tell me what happened uh yeah just uh recount the story to her let her know that we uh got into the baron's chamber we were able to uh get the baron down to uh his knees mm -hmm. he continued to stick to his uh story of innocence and then shot himself hmm even in death, he couldn't even be honest with himself. What a shame. Um. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, please, please. Hoblet fucking hates this lady. Uh -huh. I'm so mad at her. I hate her so much. She almost got my friends killed. She's put us through so much bullshit. Uh -huh. So in the long rest, being full well aware that I was going to see this uh -huh. woman uh -huh. the next day. Hoblet has equipped himself with Zone of Truth. Yes. Okay? So right now, Hoblet is going to... Cast. Slam his fist down on the table. Mm -hmm. We want answers. And cast Zone of Truth? And cast Zone of Truth, which is a charisma save. Okay, which she, I'm assuming she's got like negative 30 since she's such a terrible person. She does not actually. I have a, I have actually have a little <laughs> Wait, sheet so for is her. this whole room a Zone of Truth? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I fucked your sister. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Acquisitions, Acquisitions Incorporated. That was a great um, fucking episode. Anyways, hold on a sec. Uh, uh, she's making the save. Mother likes okay. She fails the save. Okay. So this whole room is a zone of truth. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to look up to see if we're involved in that. Everybody. Well, everybody everybody I mean, within this is... Well, yeah, but shouldn't we also make charisma checks then? Yeah, everybody make. I mean, I, ha I have really. Good everybody make charisma saves to see if you're allowed to lie here or not. Kip cannot. Ten. 
So you fail. You fail. So you have to tell the truth no matter what. Oh, fuck, 10. Okay, you also have to tell the Damn truth it. no matter what. Oh, I really was hoping Nine. But also come on, you. you weren't expecting me to lie convincingly regardless of it. Um, so. And Hobbit, I mean, you're the one casting it, so I guess you don't. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, no, it's just not... I don't know what you want to edit out here, but it's not as cool. Why don't you read the full text? It's not nearly as cool as read the I full, thought. Why don't you read the full text as okay. own of truth? You create, you create a magical zone that guards against deception in a 15-foot radius sphere centered on a point of your choice within range. Sure. Until the spell ends, a creature... A creature that enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn in there right. must make a charisma save. On a failed save, a creature can't speak a deliberate lie while in the radius. You know whether or not each creature succeeds or fails on its throw. Okay. An affected creature is aware of the spell and can avoid answering questions to which normally would respond with a lie. That's helpful. So you can be Such evasive. creature can be evasive in its answers as long as it remains within the boundaries of the truth. So she looks at you, Hoblet, and she says, I can tell you don't trust me, and maybe you're right not to. So, enough of the charade. And I would like to remind you that, once again, I am in a position here where what I do is for the good of this kingdom and for the good of our queen. So be queen very, be very careful what you do with this information. I am speaking, Hoblet. Yes, the Baron did not kill the king, queen, and crown prince. I ordered the hit. The hit. Why? The king and the queen were both involved in illicit trade deals with the Baron where there was a great amount of extortion of tax money that was being used for their own personal wealth and also to procure illegal goods such as um, powerful and, 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 and very dangerous magical artifacts. Right about this point in the sentence, you can hear uh, Zero flipping through a few papers. Okay. It was causing a great amount of destabilization of wealth in our kingdom the poor got poorer and the rich got richer myself just being at that time the princess's lady in waiting i caught wind of this activity one night while i was making my rounds and i took it upon myself to use the connections that i had from before the queen the queen and her family took me in as one of their own to do something about it. As the queen's confidant, I knew that she possessed all of the right qualities for a proper ruler of this kingdom. She was benevolent, kind. Every time she would be in the streets, the people loved her. She would freely give to the poor. She tried to convince her parents to start programs to give money back to the people who needed it the most, to build more homes, to take care of the infrastructure that mattered while as her parents just sat on their piles of gold, illegally gained by, by cooking the books with the Baron. So you saw fit to have them removed from the equation? 
I tried to find ways to just stop the deals. I have known some agents in my day, and I had some contacts, including Ariane Black. And I knew that Ariane was one of the suppliers, or at least one of the people who was helping move some of these goods. But no matter what I did to stop a supply line, another one would pop up. And I just, I didn't know what else to do. And I know that morally, this is wrong. But for the greater good, I was willing to sacrifice everything, including my own life, to stop this evil from ruling the land. And so I decided to frame the Baron for murdering the king and queen so that I could take them all out in one swoop. So it's never about the king and queen. The Baron was the real evil one. He was the one manipulating and pulling the strings. But the only way to really take down a man that powerful is to accuse him of something that is unforgivable, regicide. And I knew that if I could find some way to produce some kind of evidence, I could give the queen some closure about her family, and I could bring some justice back to this world. Now, I know that things are going to be a bit tumultuous politically, and the queen's going to have a quite a job to do to clean up the mess that we caused in Riverford, because someone's going to have to be appointed to power, and you know we're going to have to prevent a war from starting here between our neighboring cities. Because we are all one kingdom, after all. But Hoblet has been shaking his head this whole entire time. What can because we... he knew it. What can we do to help? We need we need to provide. <laughs> she just admitted to killing she, the king. She also could probably murder us right now, and then everything's clean of her hands. So I would rather be on her good side. She says to you, she's like, no. It, you do with this information what you wish. I, 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 I've, I've done some reflecting, and I know that what I've done is wrong. I still stand behind what I've done. I still think that the greater good was served here, but I understand that morally I am still in the wrong. But I saw no other option. What I thought I was going to do coming here was give you guys some sort of evidence so that you can present it to the queen to show that the Baron was, in fact, the, the, the arbitrator of these murders. I have a document right here in his handwriting, because I know, I know people, that shows that he had contracted the hit. And I was hoping that you would help me I, if I presented you to the queen. You would show her this evidence. She could be. She could finally have some peace. And this realm might actually see some proper rulership for once in all of its cities and neighboring uh, provinces. So I ask you, what do you say to that? Well, you seem to be very conniving. What makes us believe you won't stab us in the back at some point in time? I have no reason to lie to you, and I cannot lie to you. You've lied to us this entire time. I am currently unable to lie to you. <laughs> do you believe in love in first sight? I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> wait, wait. Isn't that how we got ourselves in this mess in the first place? But unfortunately, Ezra, oh. I do not have eyes for you. Oh. I know. I know. I was hoping they would have a romantic moment. I know. No, this I am. I am far too. Moment. I am far too consumed with my work to even begin to think yeah, about a relationship. But I do appreciate. I am very flattered by your. My advances. boy Ezra is not looking for a relationship, but you're lost, babe. <laughs> oh my god, I really try to keep a straight face, and it is so hard. <laughs> I'm, I don't. I don't even. I don't even understand why Quinn's in this group. But anyways, just, there's every group has to have a voice or reason. She says, I have no reason to lie to you. And I, I, I have no reason to even threaten your life anymore. I mean, you've, you've done, you've done this kingdom a service, whether or not the truth comes out. I'm just hoping that maybe we can ease the tension because you realize that it's not only my head here that's at stake if the queen finds out, but also yours because you just killed a barrel. Yeah. You could start easing the pain with a bit of the gold that you owe us for killing the Baron. And she she takes out a huge sack of gold, slams it on the table, and there is a thousand gold pieces in there. Damn straight. Damn straight there is. And she says that, uh, you know, and I also promised you an audience with the queen herself. And so long as she believes that the Baron is the one who killed her parents, I have a good feeling she will you will you guys will earn the renown of the, and 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 the the favor of this kingdom for as long as you shall live and that carries quite a bit of weight not just here in this kingdom but in all of Teldoria i'm going to keep berating this lady if you keep letting me talk to her <laughs> i've been trying to stop you but at this point you've already uh quinn basically just kind of nods his head at her and says Get us an audience with the queen, and we will do our best to keep your name out of everything. I would greatly appreciate that. It occurs to me that this is neither our circus nor our monkeys. We have a third option available to us. Are we speaking in front of her right now? Yeah, you guys can't lie, so yeah. he's talking. Yeah. Well, right here, we do have a considerable sheaf of papers and this man was a meticulous bookkeeper of all these dealings with the king and queen which would be pretty damning in and of itself we could tell the queen a third truth i like i yeah i uh, like that option obviously we're not the baron and the king and queen were in with each other we could just say that both were killed by the nighthawk and leave it at that Well, I hate Queen to say doesn't it. know who the Nighthawk is, does she? True. But what proof do we have of that? And I can, we can always find a way to spin it that the Nighthawk is actually a band of adventurers and not one man. Sorry to have the to Night sacrifice Hawks. a perfectly well-earned nom de guerre, but... That's okay. It's served its purpose. I feel like it's a role that needs to be retired from. Yeah, and I would advise, though, that you guys maybe steer clear of Riverford for quite some time and maybe lay low and, you know, after this audience, just because we're going to have some fires to put out politically. Either or. Like I said, not my circus nor my monkeys. I'm thinking more tropical climates are in order. Okay, well, here's how we're going to spin it then. <laughs> I 
will set up an audience with the queen. I will tell her that a group of brave adventurers has found evidence linking the baron to the murders of the king and queen, as well as, you know, like dealings with them that maybe we can kind of spin like went south or something. And that, are we saying that the, the Nighthawk, are you, are you, so are we, we're going to say that you, you are not taking the credit for the, for the Baron's demise? We I could mean, or we couldn't. You know what? Well, why I'll don't, I'm cash, not going not to credit. say it no either way because no one would believe no matter, no one would believe that out of me. So you can tell them what you want. My conscience is clean on this one anyway. I think I know how to spin this. I mean, he also killed himself. So you are not wrong. So However, what about the guilt he felt about causing the issue? He killed himself, so he didn't mm, have to. That's not a bad it's idea. Not, I don't to the queen. <clears throat> it's not going to look like he killed himself though, because there, there's no Shot weapon. Oh, yeah, but he's also a weapon. Ah, took the gun. And, and it's also and, like, and you know, a whole us, bunch of stab wounds and, and, and yeah, other yeah. things. You know, so there's no way there was a battle. He was very nearly split from stem to stern. But we can easily spin sword. that. We can easily spin that as, you know, you were hired by the Baron for another task. You caught wind of this, and being the noble adventurers that you are, could not stand to see someone so evil continue to operate, and That's took true. it and took it upon yourselves to avenge the queen and her family by murdering their murderer. I feel like she would have no problem with that because that would be a very easy political fire to manage i i couldn't sell the statement either way so i have no investiture in what you tell i will me. worry about talking to the yeah. queen hey, kip. yeah either either kip or you quinn <laughs> she takes a deep breath yes hoblet you're doing it with the queen what you're in my circle of truth. <laughs> you ought, you nuzzled up to the queen awfully close for no Zero apparent reason. Him. No. Aw, she's in love with the yeah, queen. No. No. Right. Like, Aww. Zero just... That's what I thought. It's our Valentine's Day episode. Oh, wait, Valentine's Day. Bashes podcast. him. Right. 17 against AC. She, she is, she is my family. Pablo <laughs> takes two slapping damage. <laughs> no, she is my family. I see her as my sister. She t- Why? Her family took me in when I was young. And troubled. And then fair enough. Well, it was her kindness that drew me in. But no, there is nothing romantic here. Like I said, I don't have time for that. Who would you do? Can we stop now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I'm done with these questions. You've got a chance, bud. You and me both. (laughs) I will send for you when it is time. It's my crude sense of humor. We will I look know. forward to your... Yeah, give him inspiration for that, Dave. You have the, you have the <laughs> yeah. tokens over there. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, it's awesome. Zero's just tired of it. Yeah, so awesome. she... Zero's just tired Right, of it. so she she exits the room, you know, and she brings her guards with her, and um, you guys are kind of left there again on your own. So some time passes. It's kind of in the late afternoon now, and um, you kind of hear another knock on your door, and there's a courier there sending for you guys to have an audience with the queen. So, about time. So, he leads you back to the the castle, and you guys go up the steps. You know, and, and you can see Quinn is waiting for you at the at the gates, the armed escort. Because Quinn slept there because he just couldn't he couldn't wait to meet the queen. So, so he's excited. just been, he's been sleeping on the gate, <laughs> just waiting for us to. Queen's my right. woman. And um, 
when you arrive, you're led inside. You're brought into this large chamber. There's uh, several, like, almost like pews, like benches. Um, there's a large throne up on, like, a plinth. And there are two chairs beside it. Um, no one's sitting in it yet. But there, you know, there are just some, some diff- different folks in here. And after, you know, your gesture to take a seat, um, a few moments pass, and then you hear someone shout, All rise for Her Highness Queen Daravesh. Do you guys stand up? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. And uh, in walks this gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) Woman. Uh, tall, she's about maybe five ten, wearing um, so like this like armored dress, and she's followed by an escort of twelve um, heavily armed guards, and they kind of walk her to the throne. They wait for her to take a seat. They all stand behind her in a line, and as she sits, she kind of gestures for all of you to sit down as well. Quinn kind of adjusts his pants a little bit as he sits. <laughs> and Damn, but I can't take any of you. Once the queen has taken her seat, uh, Captain Kip will walk up and she'll, you see her kind of take, drop down to a knee and kind of like, you know, like, you know, with her head down and says like, you know, my queen, I have brought you the brave adventurers who have avenged your parents and slain the Baron of Riverford. And we have evidence that he was the one responsible for their deaths a decade ago. And what I'd like to say really quick is I'm going to introduce none other than my wife, Katie, who is going to play the queen. You've been under the impression that he's killed your family for a long time, but no one has been able to provide proof. And there you're bringing me proof? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say. Like, thank you. You're welcome. Let's have a party. Oh yeah, so. I should ask. So I kind of do like a like a dramatic bow, my liege for you, and I give her all of the papers. And now on these papers, um, Queen, there is a great deal of information showing that your parents, your deceased parents, had a bunch of illegal deals where they were actually embezzling money of the kingdom and itself and using that money to pay for and ship illegal goods over to the baron. And it's explained to you that essentially the deals went awry and the baron decided to contract a hit on your parents in order to keep things fair because he thought that he was getting swindled. This is all so messed up. It is my lead. That's how, you should, that's how you should feel. We couldn't believe it either when Shh. we saw it. You don't speak. Well, I just feel like she should be like a powerful character mm-hmm. who's like not so upset about it. Well, I would say that. Like, I'll go home and cry, but I can't cry in front of everybody else. I believe they call that Imperial Reserve. Okay. Well, thank you. You can have your own keep now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I'm supposed to say? That's all we want. That's fine. That's That's all we need. You're you're after Ezra's heart right now. I'm short and I'm brief and I'm to the point. You're a queen. You got things to do. I got things (laughs) to do. Don't waste my time. Wow. Such gratitude. Right. Yeah, that's... Well, this is an emotional subject, too. Like, I don't want to, like, be vulnerable. Mm. That's actually a good point. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you've done a great service. Thank you. I'm going to go review this and like eat myself and into an oblivion. Over a box of Triscuits. Right. Goodbye. <laughs> we, we can have our estate though. Yes. yes. My uh, servant, whatever best friend, sister, man yeah. will work out the details. My liege, it was an honor. Thanks. Thank you, your majesty. <laughs> now get out. <laughs> I kind of shuffle everybody like, Man, the women in this kingdom are. (laughs) Hoblet says that once he's well out of earshot of the queen. I can still hear you. (laughs) 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 Literally, she like she comes around the other corner and like like you're face to face with her. She's like, but I can still hear you. Who's smashing now, Hoblet? Who's smashing? <laughs> oh, now? oh no! Wow, She's Hoblet heard of you. has never been so emasculated. He is <laughs> bright red. He tucks his tail between his legs, Aww. hides behind the robot, and scuffles out. No, he deserves yeah. it. And Quinn is far more in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aww. he definitely deserves it. Yeah, I love you too, Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Nobody else is excited to see me except for you. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I was the giant robot is making an effort to not say a damn word through the whole thing. So poker face. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. So after your audience with the queen, you're shown out of the keep, and Kip comes up to you and she says, uh, "Yeah, it's been a. She may not want to show you, but." You know, this is this has been a rough subject for a while, so I apologize for her her brevity. But you know, as you can t- as you I'm I'm sure can tell, you know, this is this is no easy thing to take. But um, she has offered you your own headquarters here in the kingdom. Uh, it is only a couple miles outside of town, to the north. Um, it, it it hasn't been touched in a while. I'm going to warn you. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm sure once you clean out the cobwebs, it'll provide a perfect base of operations for whatever you choose to do. And I really do appreciate your, uh, discretion in this matter as well. You've done a great service for this kingdom and I will personally see to it that so long as you are in the kingdom of Vesh, you will always have a free place to stay and the people will know your name. Now what this means out of, like out of character here. Is that as long as you're in the kingdom of Vesh, all charisma checks, uh, as far as persuasion and something like that, when you're interacting with the general public, are made at advantage. That's just a boon you have now, as well as you've received a uh, just a a kingdom wide discount on any goods and services that you want to purchase. So is that based on our individual names? Like we obviously don't call ourselves the Apples here. No, yeah, that's like that is your individual names. Right. Okay. So I just say I'm I'm Quinn Southwind. Quinn Southwind. They'll know exactly who Give you me are. Give a discount. Right. Okay. And you're, you're, and you're you have closer to Lord Quinn Southwind. I know. <laughs> and you have your. Uh, I can't be any more excited. And you have your own estate, which I, I would say makes you a lord. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh, Lord Southwind. I'm liking that. <laughs> yes, Quinn. Um, and <laughs> and so Kip has the deed for the keep, and she says, um, Lord is my so who's going to sign it? And Felix already pulls out his quill. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm ready. Quinn, shall I we? I allow my quill. Yeah. Shall we? I have one too. All right. You guys both scrawl your names on there. 
Sure. All right. Well, we should go check out the new digs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So before we end this episode, I you guys, top bunk. Uh, you guys roll up to this um, this large keep. Uh, it looks like um, similar to that of like the Baron's Mansion, where it's sort of like this pseudo like estate slash like military headquarters, and uh, but you can tell that it's it's fallen into a bit of disrepair. You know. It may take some time and effort and resources to rebuild back to its former glory, but um, you are confident that with some time, this could be quite a formidable base of operations. You know, there are several rooms in here. Like, you know, don't even have to call a bunk, Ezra. There's a room for everybody and, and then some. And there are there is a what looks like the shred or like a, you know like what looks like maybe it was an armory at one point. You know, there are some training grounds. There are. You know, there's even there used to be looks like what used to be even like merchant tables and whatnot, like almost like as a, a business could be run out of here as well. But it is definitely dusty, dirty, and like broken down. Like the wood is warped. So it's not just a building; it's there's land involved with this. Correct, okay. seventy acres to be exact. Wow, wow. Yes, we're land. We can create some agriculture up in here. Is it a seventy acre beet farm? It can be. You mean to tell me you inherited a seventy acre working beet farm? Sorry, and so <laughs> that is where we're going to call it for this episode and uh, next week Dave will be free to do as he wishes with this blank canvas that I am now handing him so thank you everybody for listening we are the Hapless Heroes podcast um, if you like what you heard you can find us on Twitter we are at Hapless Heroes or you can shoot us an email we're uh, haplessheroes at gmail.com um you know, just want to say we're deeply, deeply grateful for everybody listening. You know, if you if you if you really, really, really liked it, we would love if you left us a podcast review either on iTunes or whatever service of your you you choose. It really kind of helps us get more visibility and really just bring more people to to our show. And I'd also um, like to actually give a special shout out because I can't keep forgetting to thank him on the air, um, Tim. It's, it's always in the show notes though, but Tim at TabletopAudio.com for always providing these amazing soundscapes and things like that that I've been using. Um, you know, in the show, it's really, really cool to see these really awesome 10 minute loops that you can use in any campaign. Um, really, really great stuff. Uh, so without further ado, I would like to sign off our party. We have Joe playing Ezra. Yep. We have Mike playing Quinn. I'm a lord now. <laughs> we have Dave playing Zero. I get a laboratory. We have James playing Hoblet. Good night. And we have my loving wife who played Queen Daravesh. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> She's the meanest, nicest queen I've ever met. And I'm Francesco. I've been your host at DM. And we'll see you all next week. Thank you. <laughs>